Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. Here we go once again. I'm back in front of the mic, which uh, is kind of my safe haven, kind of my, oh, I don't know. It's like laying on the couch of a psychiatrist and talking. It's my therapy of the day. And I'm running a little late today, I got to admit. We've, we had a, I guess you'd call it a snowstorm here or an ice storm. I, I don't know. It's, it turned out to be nothing, but we closed down the schools. Everybody had to go get their kids from daycare because everybody was freaking out. And I, I tell you, if, it's not, if that's not a symptom of the way America is today, I don't know what is. We panic at the slightest little thing. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, we have become really soft. It, I mean, daycare has become, you know, instead of daycare, it should be renamed whenever we feel like care. I really believe that. And the same thing with school. The same thing with schools. I mean, and I don't want to sound like my grandpa now. I don't. But I remember when I was going to school, we went to school just about every day. I mean, it had to be an overwhelming snowstorm in order for us not to go to school. I mean, it had to be bad. And here in, the, here in Missouri, I, I, I've never seen anything like it. it. The slightest, I mean, they even talk about it the prior day. Oh, my gosh. You're getting a call from the school the night before. That never happened when I was a kid. You found out that morning. You had to go downstairs. You had to get out of bed. You had to go down, listen to the radio, and they would tell you which schools were closed. And I know if you're over 40, you probably remember those days. Not anymore. Ooh, uh, we find out the night before. And I don't know if, it's, if they're afraid of being sued by people or do they have so many school days you know, snow days built in that they need to use them before the end of the year. I, I don't really know how it works. It just seems to me that we've gotten a lot softer as we've gone along. But anyway, that's another subject completely. I don't want to get off on a rant there because I could. I could go on for hours about that, about how soft America's become. Uh, I was listening to a, uh, <laughs> I was listening to a Merle Haggard song today. Uh, it it talked about. Rolling downhill like a snowball headed to hell, talking about America and wondering if we've seen the best days. They're behind us. And there are days when I, and this just happens to be one of them. I, it may be because it's gray and it's yucky out. Maybe that's why I feel that way. But it seems to me that maybe we have seen the best days of America. And I don't want to be a downer here. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I hope that's not true. It's just an observation, more or less. Because we just seem to have changed our whole, I'm not even sure it's generational. I'd say it was generational, but I don't know if that's completely accurate. It just seems like there's been a a massive change. This is not the America that I grew up in. Now, having said that, I'm sure that the America my father grew up in was not the America that I grew up in. So I, I guess it works that way. It just seems to me that it just seems right now that like we're on a one-way street. 
It, it really does. Like, there's really no turnoffs. You know what I mean? I mean maybe, maybe I'm the only one that feels that way. Uh, it just seems very confusing right now. It's hard to, I guess, uh, I don't know, compute and, uh, you know, disseminate all the information that's thrown at you at one time. If nothing else, just in the paperwork alone. I mean, I was going to trying to put some stuff in order. And are you inundated by paper, paperwork? I mean, is it, is it just me? It just seems like there's so much given to you, so much that you have to address. Uh, where's you at? I don't know how anybody runs a business anymore. Uh, you would think that you would be just covered up with paperwork. Uh, not just federal government regulations, but I mean just advertisement and people trying to prove that their product's better than somebody else's and here's your warranty, you need to fill this out. I mean, go down the list. It, it is, it's very annoying. Um, again, I could go off on another rant there again. It's probably because it's gray out and I, you know, I'm not, maybe I'm not up to the task today. <laughs> That's a possibility. Hey, some would say I'm probably not up to the task every day, right? But nonetheless, what we're going to get back to is the story that I want to talk about. See, I've already gone five minutes and 24 seconds. I haven't even talked about what I, what the title of this thing is. So I'm going to try and stay focused, okay? Because I'm having a little trouble focusing today. And, and I'm sure you people have never, you know, anyone out there has never had that problem, right? Yeah, I'm right. I'm the only one. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to, we're going to stay on, on point here. Uh, title of this this particular rant is what defines news and who gets to decide which is disinformation disinformation is an interesting thing that is all in the eye of the beholder as far as i'm concerned because things can you can you can tell the stories three or four different ways and come out with completely different outcomes for instance they say that the worst uh evidence you can provide in a trial okay especially a criminal trial is a eyewitness okay because you know as well as i do if you have five people see car accident an event anything and you interview them and ask them what happened you will get five different stories okay now each story may in fact include at the end of the day let's say it's a car accident Okay, two cars get in an intersection, one pulls out, the other one T-bones him. No one's hurt, nothing like that. But you interview the five people, you will hear, at the end of the day, there still will be a car wreck in each one of the stories. But how we got to that car accident will be completely different, all five of them. It never fails. It's like the old, the old uh, uh, you know, game we used to play was called Telephone where you would whisper, and you have 10 kids. One would start out on the one end, whisper something in the other one's ear, and one right after the other, they would whisper in each other's ear. By the time it got to the 10th person, it, it may be a completely different uh, you know, word or term or story. It could be anything, because it, it all gets distorted at the end. You know, it, it just does, just the way it works, because people hear different things. They perceive different things differently. So... When we're talking about disinformation, well, well, let's first of all, let's define what news is. What is news? What defines news? Okay. Now, when I was young, Walter Cronkite was the end-all, be-all uh, to the news. 
as far as I was concerned, and as far as my family was concerned. Whatever Walter Cronkite said, typically you can almost take it to the bank. I find, I find out now that that probably wasn't true, but at the time, that's what defined news. Uh, you used to get the paper, you know, the, the newspaper. If you read, that, that, that is a definition of news. What's in there? Now, they had opinion pages. Uh, people would tell their opinion, but they told you that up front. Editorials, same thing. But when it comes to journalism, and I, again, I'm no, I'm, no journalist, I'm no journalist, okay? I, I did take classes in high school, and I do remember um, that, that there, were, there were five words that they used to define, you know, a story. It's who, what, when, where, and why. That's basically all you need in order to, you know, broadcast the news, not broadcast the news, but come up with a news story, right? You know, who, okay, it was, you know, this guy. What he he robbed a bank or whatever? Where uh, on the corner of such and such and such and such? And when was you know eleven o'clock yesterday morning? Now, the one interesting word that is that is changing the way we perceive things, and this is where the disinformation comes from, is the why part. Okay, why did he rob the the bank? I don't know. Why, who cares? He robbed the bank. It's who, what, where, when. And why? Why becomes more of an opinion. Because that can be, you can, you can interpret it differently. You, can, you have an opinion about it. Why did he rob the bank? Because he's, he's, he's poor. He was desperate. Uh, he enjoys it. I mean, who knows? Who knows? The why is really not as important as who, what, where, and when. Because basically, at the end of the day, when it comes to the news, that's, that's about all I want to know. Now, if I want to get into, you know, opinions and stuff like that, there are places you can go for that. But now it seems like it's everywhere. Um, the major networks are more about opinion than they are anything else. Because even if they're telling the who, what, where, and when part, they're still going to insert the why in their story. Have you noticed that? Uh, they'll do it. They'll do it subtly, but it still gets in there. You know. They'll, they'll, depending on which side they, 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 uh, you know, come from. Are they from the left or the right? And how far are we left or right? And, and, and we'll insert things like that. So, so what is actual journalism? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it even exists today, um, especially in, in the world of multinational corporations. I don't think it does. I think journalism is a thing of the past as far as multi, uh, as far as a, um, you know, na- these huge corporations that are uh, multinational. They, they have agendas, and if you're going to work for them, you have to abide by that agenda. It may not be written down in your, you know, in your employee handbook, but it's there nonetheless, and they want you to follow that. They do not, under any circumstances, want their stockholders or the people who pay the bills to be upset or to feel that they've been, you know, charged So, actual journalism, only it, it only exists at an independent level. It really does. Now, are there crazies in that independent group? Absolutely, there are. But, see, common sense should tell you who those people are. Uh, common sense in America is extinct as far as I'm concerned. There, 
it just doesn't, it's not as common as it used to be, okay? Because independent journalism uses common sense for the most part. They look at a story and they bring it to you with, and just, and just basically give you the facts. Remember, remember the old show, uh, uh, Dragnet, right? Uh, Jack Webb, Joe Friday, right? Uh, he would say, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. And that's all I want to be given, okay? Because I can make my own decisions. See, right now they're going after, and they have been for the past two weeks, I guess. They've been trying to, trying to uh, cancel, you know, and I've got that in parentheses, cancel Joe Rogan. They want him to go away because he's not, he's, he's fighting the narrative, the COVID-19 narrative. He's, he's having people on his show that dispute the, you know, the, uh, I guess the story, the official story. But here's the thing. They call him that disinformation, and they think he should be taken off the air. But the easiest thing to do is, for someone who has common sense, is to look at that and listen to him and say, okay, I don't like Joe Rogan. I'm going to turn the station. I'm going I'm to listen to something else. I'm going to check another podcast out, somebody that makes sense, because I, I'm not buying what he's selling. Wouldn't that be the easiest way to let the market decide, to let, to let Americans decide what is true and what's not? I don't want anybody telling me what I believe. I think everybody's like that, or they should be. I don't like being told that. I don't like being led around by the nose and given a narrative that's been woven to make me believe something that maybe not, may not be true. I don't like that. I never have. I want to be given the facts, just like Joe Friday said, just the facts, ma'am. Who, what, where, and when. That's all I want to know. The why part, I can find that if I want to look for it. But today's world, we don't, we don't operate like that. Uh, local news, uh, just to change gears here, local news, absolutely horrible anymore. The, the, these local news stations are, are basically going out of business. They can't afford to pay for the type of journalism that they need, okay? They, they, they hire stringers, kids out of school, kids in college, to do these stories. Um, and it... And at the end of the day, that's, you and I suffer because of that, okay? We really do because we're not given the full story. And who decides which stories we're going to cover? That's the other thing that happens a lot of times in these multinational corporations. Let's just say, for example, I've, I bring to my editor a story that's bigger than Watergate, okay? That's what everybody says. This is bigger than Watergate, okay? And it has to do with an investigation. And let's just say, for the sake of argument, it's what's going on right now with the John Durham investigation. We find out that uh, a political campaign was actually spying on another one, okay? And not only that, but when that political campaign lost, they spied on the White House, all right? That's a big deal, okay? Even if it's, even if it's not true, all right? Let's just say, for example, it's not true. Should you, should you report on that? I think you should. It should be who, what, where, and when. You know, why is a completely different subject. But here's the interesting thing. Today, as it stands, we're not talking about it at all. None of the major corporations, none of the major networks are covering this at all. 
they're dismissing it out of hand with no proof, with no proof whatsoever. So at the end of the day, what actually defines news and who gets to decide which is disinformation? Is it the editor or is it you and me? Should we be allowed to hear that story and make the decision on our own? I actually stand for the second. I really do. I want to hear. I want you to tell me what story you've got and let me decide whether or not it's true. I'm a big kid, okay? I'm an adult. I can decide whether or not I believe something. I don't have to be told that. Right now, the American government and the world as a whole is treating each and one, every one of us like little children. Like, we're, like we, can't, we can't hear the bad news. The boogeyman's going to get us, so we can't tell you that story. Don't listen to this, you know, don't watch this movie. You'll stay up late at night. Golly gee, it's so terrible. You know, we don't want you to be afraid, and we want you to be safe, and we want to protect you. No, they don't. No, they don't. You know what they want to do? They want to control you. That's what this is all about. They don't want you looking at this story and going, Hillary Clinton did what? Her campaign did what? That's what this is all about. So they want to decide which is disinformation. You and I won't get to decide that. Yeah, that's why you can't do this. You have to leave it all out there. Yeah, it should be the wild, wild west. You can make stuff up. It doesn't matter. You know, doesn't mean you have to believe it because they do that right now. They do that right now. I've, I've read stories and go, that's nonsense. I know it is. Yeah, and I just move along. I, I don't want these people arrested. It's still a free press. You can print anything you want. But at the end of the day, I think we're, uh, there's a disservice being done to us because they don't allow us to disseminate and fight through it, you know, to, you know, do some investigation. Look it up a couple of places. See if this is actually true. They don't want that. They don't want that. Because you may trip across something along the way that they didn't want you to know. That's what this is all about. When the press secretary for the White House will not discuss a story that is out there and, is, and has, some, has some merit, you know something's wrong. Because at the end of the day, guys, and I, I want to make sure you remember this, they say, and, and I've heard this, I don't know where I heard this, but uh, believe nothing until it's officially denied. And those are really words to live by right there. Because you know that when they come out, when somebody comes out and denies something, categorically says this is not true, there's got to be something to it. Okay? Now, if they come out and say, hey, investigate. I don't care. This isn't true. Go ahead. Come on. Bring it on. Bring it on. I want to I hear, you know, I'm, I'm going, hey, maybe this, maybe this is uh, on the up and up. But when you come out and you won't even discuss it when you're asked the direct question, no, I can't help it. I can't help you. Okay? So. Anyway, I, that was kind of a rant there. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. It's one of those days. It just, just I don't know. It just kind of got to me today. I, I needed to, I guess, go over this and decide in my own mind how, how things are working around the world right now and what defines news. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Where, depending on where you get your information from, I mean, you, you don't go down to the, the street corner and talk to the first guy that's standing there and take his word for it, do you? If he says that, if he says that uh, uh, Walmart's closing their, their store in town, oh, do you take that as, as gospel? Of course not. Of course not. You're going to check another source, right? 
to see, maybe this guy may be right, but I mean, I'm just going to check and make sure. Exactly my point. You cannot take your information from one source only. You just can't. You just can't. And then next time, if you find out that he was, he was not telling the truth and Walmart's still open, next time you see him on the corner, you're not going to pay any attention to him because you know chances are it's nonsense, right? That's how it's supposed to work. So if a news, uh, a news company tells you a lie once, eh, you may let them get away with it. Tell me twice, and then I'm going to dump you because I, I'm not going to go down that road. I don't have enough time, okay, to listen to nonsense. And believe me, there's plenty of it out there. So anyway, that's all I got right now, and we will get into the news. If you think he's crazy, then what do we consider the rest of the world? You're listening to the Average Joe Podcast with Damon Gilbert. All right, and we're back. I'm going to do the news right quick. I'm running a little long today. I can't believe that because I didn't think I had anything to talk about. And I don't know. People may say I wasn't talking at all and I was rambling, and that may be accurate. I don't know. I hope it made some sense because it's uh, something that I think about quite a bit. So anyway, speaking of disinformation, CNN is a mess. I mean, even Don Lemon's criticizing Chris Cuomo. Uh, apparently Chris Cuomo is a despised figure at CNN now. And I, I think it's funny because they're turning on him. I, it's amazing. These guys, Don Lemon, or Lamond, whoever, however you want, you want to say it, he and Chris were friends. And now Don is turning on him. They, these people are vipers. They will turn on each other first chance they get. CNN is a mess. And I don't know that it's going to survive. Uh, they make so much fun of Fox News and all that. But I tell you what, you don't hear stories about pedophiles at Fox. You just don't. So anyway, uh, Fauci, number two, is Fauci says no magic number of, of cases for a pandemic to end. So 147,000 per day is what he's saying is currently going on. I find that hard to believe that there's 147,000 cases per day. Could be right, but I, anything he says is chances are is a lie. But here, this is just an indication of what they're going to do, folks. This, this pandemic's never going to go away, okay? He, he, he likes the limelight. Uh, they like the power that they've uh, got over people. And I think this pandemic, this particular one, is going to continue on until fall when a new one will start. And I have read things that the Chinese are, you know, have other things in their little bag of tricks to unleash on the world as well because they haven't paid any price for this one. So what would be the big deal, right? So look for more from Fauci. He's going to stay in the limelight, and he's going to be your savior. That's what he's going to try and tell you. Uh, so I, I'm not a big fan of his at all. I, don't, I, I think he's one of the most evil people to walk the planet as we're speaking, but uh, that's just me. Uh, number three, Hillary says in response to Durham uh, probe, uh, she said that we are, you know, Fox and uh, Trump are spinning up a, a fake scandal, okay? Again, remember... Remember what I said, believe nothing until it's officially denied. You know, she's not denying this, but she's saying it's, it's a false narrative. It's a fake scandal. Uh, that's hilarious coming from her. So we'll see where this all goes. I would love to see her in chain, but that's just me. Let's see. FDI, or FB, FBI, FDA official says U.S. government, FDA, plans to push annual COVID-19 shot. Okay. This executive officer, sir, his name is Chris Cove at the FDA, was caught on camera by Project Veritas with a hidden camera. And this is what he said. He said that the, uh, 
what did he say? He said that, uh, let's see. Cole said that the drug and food and vaccine companies pay the FDA hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. He referred to these annual shots as a reoccurring fountain of revenue for the vaccine makers. So you can get ready for that because I think that's exactly what they're going to push. They're going to try and keep it. They're going to try and make it where you and I, we have to get a certain amount of vaccines a year. Okay. Now, you and I as taxpayers will be paying for that through our taxes. And the pharmaceutical companies are going to be becoming filthy rich over this. I look for that. Look for that. Okay. They'll find a way, be it Social Security, Medicare, uh, maybe you get your license. I mean, they're going to use government agencies to enforce this. You're going to be, you're going to be not permitted to do certain things and maybe get your social security check or, you know, be able to attend, you know, use your, your, uh, uh, Medicare and, and, and unless you're vaccinated, that's what they're going to do. I can tell you right now. So remember, and, and, and I can't stress this, stress this enough. Elections do matter. Okay. That's why it's very important that you vote and vote with your head. Okay. Use your common sense. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. 14,000 hours of video are being withheld from the uh, defense in the January 6th arrests. Okay. 14,000 hours of video. They've been given 17 hours of that 14,000. And because, because the, uh, because the government, get this, but she didn't know this. Let's see here if I can find it right quick. Uh, yeah. The U.S. Congress is exempt from the Freedom of Information Act. And the U.S. Capitol Police, as a subsidiary of Congress, isn't bound by the 1966 law that generally requires the federal government to close records and other information to the public upon request. So they're saying, hey, we don't have to give you this. We've got your guy in jail. And in order for you to defend him out of 14,000 hours of video that we're taking on that day from different vantage points, don't get me wrong. I know there's only 24 hours <laughs> in each day, but uh, they have 14,000 hours of, uh, of video available. And they only gave the defense 17 of those hours to review in order to defend their, their client. So what do you think? They, they don't want everybody to see what actually took place on January 6th because it's going to destroy the narrative. Again, we get back to the, to the news and what's disinformation, okay? Withholding information is the same as writing a story that's a lie, okay? It's lying by omission. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, let's see. The White House declines to comment on the Durham probe as well. Okay. Now let's remember the Mueller uh, investigation. They talked about that nonstop, nonstop commenting. But we don't want to talk about the uh, Durham probe because we don't. It, it doesn't fit the narrative, right? Because we may we may have we may have tapped into something that they don't want everybody to know. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see where that goes. These indictments are coming down. There's going to be more of them be interesting to see who falls in this. Uh, let's see. Biden says that the Russian troop withdrawal is not verified and is still threatening Ukraine. Okay, it's been two days. 
almost three. You're telling me you can't, you you haven't been able to verify whether or not they've they've withdrawn troops. Well, then why do we have military surveillance then of any kind and spy satellites and all that? You're telling me you can't figure it out. I find that I find that ridiculous. Uh, eight uh, whistleblower exposes CCP plan, which would be the Communist Party in China, to release a hemorrhagic fever. Uh, that that she says that that's going to be the next epidemic. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me. Chinese got away with this one. Why wouldn't you get away with the next one? Okay, uh, that's that's very very sad and very scary because I don't know what's going to happen, but. I don't know, we got an election coming up, and weird things happen. Let's see. Another story. Uh, tow truck drivers in, I believe is New Zealand, and the military are ignoring pleas from the uh, New Zealand commissioners begging them to tow the protesting uh, vehicles away. Yeah. And they're, they're refusing to do it, and I think that's great. And I think the police should do the same thing. They should do that in Canada and in England and in France and in Germany, all of that. The, the police should get on board with these people, okay? And what's funny is the tow truck drivers are using COVID as a reason, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, number 10, uh, Montgomery County Public Schools uh, on were well, there was a, there was a video uploaded. Uh, it was footage showing board members not wearing masks in large crowds that they had attended over the weekend. And apparently this parent showed that TikTok video at a uh, school board meeting. And apparently all hell broke loose. Uh, they basically wanted the woman arrested. Yeah, even though she was showing the hypocrisy of the people that are on the board. I think it's great. I think it's great. You're telling me that you can go out to the Super Bowl or whatever and hang around in large groups, but kids in California have to wear masks to school. It's ridiculous. It's the height of hypocrisy. It really is. And, and I, I don't know. I, for one, am sick of it. I really am. So anyway, that's all I got today. I'm sorry if this made no sense because uh, I'll have those from time to time where I make no sense. You know what I mean? It's just some days you just don't. It's like, I don't know if this is a good idea to go on, on the air. But the thing is, it, it is, it's like therapy for me because now I feel much better, even though I may have not made any sense whatsoever. <laughs> I may have not, I may have not gotten through to you at all. You may be looking at the, your, your phone and going, what is wrong with this guy? I feel better. So that's all it counts, right? All right. Well, good talking to you. And we will see you again tomorrow. Remember, it's February 17th and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to The Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong. <laughs>